All right, welcome everybody to today's uh, podcast on the Seven Figures Club. We've got an amazing guest for you guys. I'm extremely excited and I wanna welcome to the show Shakir Hussein, who is one of the top online marketing entrepreneurs, not in the country, not in the UK where he lives, but in the world. He's known as the kind of the global online backpacker. He's the founder and CEO of wealthacademy.com and funnels.com. Can you believe that? Funnels.com, that's a very valuable site. His nickname is the Backpack Millionaire. He's invested over $350,000 into his own education and training since 2009, over 500,000. I think it's pretty close to a million subscribers and members have joined his online profits daily newsletter. He and his team have hosted over 150 live events all over the world. He's been featured everywhere from Forbes, Digital Trendsetter, Home Business Connection, and so many different websites. He also is running an eight figures business, soon to be nine figures. I believe it's three eight figure businesses before the age of 30 using high ticket sales offers and sales funnels. Guys, I'm excited. Welcome to the show, Shakir. There are over 32 million businesses in the US and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Hey, I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm super pumped to be here. Perfect. Well, real quick, tell us a little bit about uh, your background. When you were growing up as a kid and going to school and high school, you know, what was Shakir like and, and uh, what were kind of your dreams? And, and is this what you kind of envisioned happening when you were a kid? What, what were your beginnings? Like? <laughs> I don't think this was actually my dream was to become a plumber and an electrician. And I thought if, okay. I, if, I, if I had those two skills, which most people didn't have, I could probably make 50 to 100 grand a year. But, you know, growing up, I guess I was the typical kid, or maybe not. I was very, um, I, I had found it very hard to focus uh, during school and college and even in university. And I would always find myself, even when I was at the age of like 15 years old, find myself learning about eBay and selling stuff on eBay. Um, and that was actually one of my first ever, you know, business hustles. I remember staying up until like 3 a.m., um, learning about eBay, signing up for PayPal, you know, hitting that confirm button that said, yes, I am 18 years old and what, wondering and worrying, if, is anyone going to ever find out? You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 18, but I need to make money. And that was the start of my entrepreneurial journey, you know? So over the last 15, 16 years, it's been an absolute, I mean, it's, it's literally been the best journey of my life for myself anyway. And through that, it's given me so many challenges that it's forced me and developed me into being a better character, better human being. And on, like, you know, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal development, you know, hanged out with Tony Robbins and all of these guys from Richard Branson, billionaires and whatnot. And what I find is that entrepreneurial entrepreneurship is one of those personal development superchargers. You know, it's just like, when you get married, I've heard people say when they have kids, you know, it's like, you know, no amount of how to have more patience books <laughs> will sort you out when you have kids. Now, I don't have kids yet, but I'm like, 
I, I get it. Like I have to develop myself consistently. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of the big thing that I've seen um, is I, I'm chasing a, a good, a better version of myself all the time. You know what? That is so well said. And as a father of five kids, I can tell you that there's a lot of personal development that goes on and a lot of patience as you go down that road and you talked about marriage. So what are some of the values and principles that you believe have helped you be so successful and and be such a great leader to those who are trying to build online businesses. I know you've got thousands of students, maybe tens of thousands who have been able to build their dream life because they learned from you. What are some of the values and principles that you kind of teach them that you yeah. think has made them successful, you know, like you have been? Uh, I appreciate that. So f- firstly, from a, from a personal perspective, uh, yeah, I'm a Muslim, so I pray five times a day. You know, I follow Islam. I'm like religious in in terms of like, you know, praying five times a day, trying to be a better Muslim every day. And because for me, at the end of the day, you know, this world is just a little path. It's just a little journey to get to the next journey. So Mm. like um, I remind myself, you know, this is not my world. Like I'm not just working for this world. I'm working for my afterlife. And so like that's from a personal perspective. So everything that I do, I make sure, hey, how can I be ethical? How can I be kind? How can I, you know, give uh, the person a fair deal or even a greater deal where I'm getting the short end of the stick and I'm leaving the customer and the client way better off you know, delivering 10, 100, 1,000 times the value that whatever they pay for. So those are some of the my personal perspectives and my personal values in terms of, you know, business values and business principles. Some of the things that I've developed, um, well, I'll give you a, a handful and I can actually talk about this because we do entire seminars o- o- on these topics, right? So what, one of them is uh, frictionless thinking mm-hmm. right now. I, I, let me share this with you because frictionless thinking is all about, you know, when you are trying to do an activity, a task, a project, sometimes you're pulled in 10 different directions. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is a lot of the times you have all, all sorts of internal friction. And some of this internal friction could be as simple as you spend way too much time deciding what to eat or what to wear. And so for me, and over the last 10 years, you know, I've developed this habit of I just wear black V-neck T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the the you know they're just plain black V-neck T-shirts. Sometimes they're Hugo yeah. Boss. Sometimes they're my own brand. Sometimes they're cheap, ten twenty dollar T-shirts. But I do not want to spend any time uh, thinking about what do I need to wear, right? Because it, it's it's just an extra decision. Or even stuff like when it comes to eating. I just want to be able to eat the same thing over and over again or just have food ready because for me, these things, I don't want to waste any time. Like I don't like driving uh, because I feel like I could read a book. I could meditate. I can get on phone calls. So I have a general rule, which is, you know, if I'm going to my parents and I'm driving my wife around, I drive. But other than that, we got to take an Uber. I got to get someone to drive me. So I have set up a specific rules like that. And when I, you know, when people ask me, what are your personal values and personal mm-hmm. principles? I think everyone needs to develop their own, right? So for me, I believe in, you got to forgive real fast. And sometimes I talk to people and they just get, they're like, you know, I'm never going to forgive this person. And I'm like, you know, when you, I learned early on when you can forgive yourself and you can forgive others you release the prisoner from within you you know one of the things you said is how i've been able to generate 30 million dollars before 30 
but maybe you and your listeners don't know. Also, I've had $1.2 million cash stolen from me. I've oh invested goodness. in things where, you know, uh, it, it went to zero. It didn't just crash and burn. You know, it went to zero. I, I had staff members and employees steal from me. People that literally lived in my house that I took care of when I bought them a new laptop because they couldn't have a laptop and I wanted to save their face, ended up stealing from me. So it's like, these experiences, I can have bitter taste or I could just forgive and move on and just let go. And, and, and it's not just on other people, even for myself. So I don't let those things kind of hold me back. And if I do, I, 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 do, I have that little awareness where I can say, hey, you need to snap yourself out. Um, for example, I'll give you, you know, I coach seven-figure entrepreneurs to scale to eight figures, right? When people are stuck at the 250K to $3 million a year mark, uh, and they want to break past, they want to get to, you know, 500K a month, a million dollars a month, eight figures. They want to make their first eight figures. A lot of the times, you know, they come in and they are micromanaging everything. They are trying to do everything themselves. They've been burnt once or twice and they never, they would want to let go. You know, now they become control freaks. But when you become a control freak, you're operating from a place of scarcity and lack versus abundance and versus going out there doing your genius work. What you sh could and should and must be doing, you're focused on, you know, saving money, saving, uh, cutting expenses, doing all this no low leverage negative stuff versus focusing on the one to three things that really move the needle. So I, I am very aware of this in myself and, and when I coach uh, high-end clients, right? Clients come in, they pay me a bunch of money, I coach them, or even when I help them with their funnels, I realize, hey, you know what? Uh, and this is, again, another one of my own principles is always be the student, right? Like, you got to always be the student. If you come in and you think you're the smartest in the room, you know, it's like, you know, you've already lost. I, You know, on my bio, you said I spent 350K. It's now over $600,000 that I've wow. spent in masterminds, coaches, consultants, seminars. If someone can show me a better way, a faster way, an easier way, I'm ready to cut a check, 25K, 50K, 60K, like that. Uh, just it's, Again, these are habits that I developed. And one of the reasons why I developed it is because about 10 years ago, I got introduced to you know internet marketing, online marketing. And I remember all of the people around me struggling so bad. And they wanted to you know, chip in and buy courses or they didn't want to invest in themselves. And I remember I had paid $20,000 to this mentor money that I didn't even have. I, I borrowed it from other places. And just from some of the insights that he was able to share with me, I went and did six figures that year. And then I did multiple six figures. And in my third year of online marketing, I did $1.2 million in a year. It changed my life forever because I was a kid from growing up from East London. I mean, hundred grand a year was a lot of money to me, right? Wow, I mean, yeah. You know, $10 million now doesn't seem like a lot, even today. I mean, it's, it's a nice chunk. But, you know, back then, if someone said, oh, you can make 100 grand a year, I'd be like, man, that's rich. So I come from, you know, a real different background to all of this. And um, I, I guess, you know, that would be a principle. Another principle is that everything that I do, I aim to do with speed and urgency. I think way too many times, and I'm not pointing anyone out here, I'm just saying in general, Okay, we are spoiled, right? We are spoiled. My dad used to say to me, son, uh, anyone can come to this country. He's from, you know, he, he, my parents are from Bangladesh. And 
when he came from Bangladesh, he came to this country with absolutely nothing. You know, as an immigrant, he used to get bullied in school, uh, used to get beaten up, you know, and all of that. And he worked himself up and he became somewhat successful. And he'd always tell me, uh, you know, from a young age, son, like you live in this country, um, that in itself is the success. Mm. You get it? He used to say, because you, uh, you live and you are born in this country, you, you've got the edge. Now you need to go make it because anyone can, and you just need to focus for 10, 15 years. And I used to think to myself, dad, 10, 15 years sounds like a long time. And he's saying it from his frame of reference, but he didn't have any mentors, right? He got punched in the face over and over again. He had people steal from him. He had all, you know, his friends and family betray him and all of this stuff. And I was like, but I've got these guys and, and these mentors and these business mentors, you know, and I could go and learn from these guys. And I started learning and figuring out, hey, if I pay my, I can earn my way, which usually takes years and decades, or I can just pay my way. And so for me, you know, that's just a mantra that I have, because if I can pay to remove an obstacle, uh, you know, any levels of stress, then I don't have that problem anymore. So I'd say those are a few uh, key principles that I have and I try to live by. Absolutely. So you talked about delivering way more value than what people are paying for. You're very curious. You're always learning. You talked about frictionless decisions, which makes our life easier. And that's something that Steve Jobs talked about and Mark Zuckerberg, where they eliminate, all right, I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to dress. And by keeping those simple things, now you can use your genius energy to do the things that, uh, that God made you and put you here to do. And then you've got this bigger purpose, understanding that, you know, there is more than just this mortal life. And that gives you greater purpose to make decisions that are long-term decisions and not maybe short-sighted decisions that a lot of people might make mistakes in, in making. So I think that's another really great value and principle that you shared with us. And you talked about overcoming a lot of adversity. Tell us a little bit more about uh, one of those big adversity challenges, especially at the beginning when you were trying to build that first seven figures online business. What was one of the big uh, challenges that you had to overcome and how did you do it? Well, gosh, that seems like a lifetime ago. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, after oh. seven figures, right? Uh, so Perfect. I, yeah. Wherever it was in the journey, there was a so, big challenge, a big adversity. So, How did you get over that wall? Yeah. So, so what had happened was doing to, to on the path to making my first $10 million, which I was around 26 years old at the time. I made my first million dollars. I call up my dad and I'm like, dad, I made it. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dad, I, I'm a millionaire. I've got a million dollars. Like I did $1.2 million <laughs> that year. And he, you know, he's a brown Asian man. So Asian dads, typical. He says, son, don't tell no one. And I was like, <laughs> and then he said to me, son, he said something along the lines of, son, I, I just need you to know you got lucky. You ain't going to do it again. So you just keep that money. And I was like, dad, no, I just followed this system. And so my second million dollars was really just trying to prove to myself and to my dad that I can do it a second time. By the third time I did it and I was like, okay, I'm onto something. And what had happened was, and this is a little bit, you know, different than what most people go through. And, and a lot of people, they won't really admit this, but this happened to me and it happens to a lot of people, especially when you make seven figures or multiple seven figures, you start thinking, you know, everything I touch turns to gold. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, you know, 26 years old, I've saved up probably about $3 million-ish cash. And I'm like on top of the world. 
And then I get, learn about something called angel investing. And oh. I had absolutely no idea what the heck that was, except my frame of reference was, obviously, I'm very successful in internet marketing. And, you know, I had my dad, I had a few people tell me, stay away from this, you know, lose your money. Yeah. And I was like, you don't, have, you, you guys don't know, I'm going to go and do this, right? I made a few million dollars here. I'm going to make a hundred million from angel investing. And what do you think happened? I had taken about a million dollars cash from my bank and I was literally just throwing money at anyone and everyone that was asking for it. 25K here, 50K there, 100K there, uh, $600,000 into one of these, you know, investment angel tech, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And what do you have? Like none of them. There's one that's still around, but none of them are around today. Mm. You know, and so that was a huge lesson because I was like, wow, like I couldn't believe what just happened. And I, it took me a while to kind of, you know, mentally understand, okay, this is what happened, right? Like the ego is the enemy, as Ryan Holiday says, right? Um, don't be too attached, right? Like I was too way too attached to the end outcome versus the process, you know, I didn't even take my own advice of learning from mentors, right? So if I, you know, if someone wants to learn about funnels, they'll come to my site, funnels.com, or they'll come and find me, right? But when it came to angel investing, I didn't take my own advice. I didn't seek the mentors and the coaches and the masterminds. I just jumped in and I was like, and again, it was pure ego. So that was a huge adversity that I came across. Um, you know, the good, the, obviously the bad news was, you know, I didn't recoup any of that money. Uh, the good news is because of the lessons I had learned, I came up with a plan and literally in the next three years, I was able to generate over $20 million just in wow. a span of three years, marketing, coaching, courses, seminars, consulting, digital products, and essentially all praise to God. That's kind of what set me up, you know, for, 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 for a while. That's, that's, that's beautiful. So I think you could almost say like when you go back to work and you start creating things, it seems like that's kind of the recurring theme I hear from an entrepreneur. And I've, I've done it too, where you build a seven-figure business, you make an investment, it doesn't work out. And it's, it's really humbling when that happens. But the more important thing is what can we learn from it? How do we bounce back? It sounds like you bounce back by creating something that gave a lot of value to a lot of people and that took off and, and, and now you've, you've learned that lesson and, and that, that's what it's all about as an entrepreneur. So speaking of lessons and sales funnels, you're the owner of funnels.com and sales funnels are so important for businesses today and especially those who are looking to launch uh, businesses. What should someone be thinking about as they're looking to launch an online sales funnel and and what should they be thinking about uh, as they do that if they're listening? We've got a lot of startups and a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs listening to this podcast. What should they know about building sales funnels? And obviously, I'm guessing funnels.com might be an important resource they check out. Yeah, you can, I mean, check it out if you're interested in seeing how we help our clients with funnels and all of that. But the big mistakes people make, well, here's the big mistake almost most business owners that we speak to make. They lack daily new customers. If you can solve this problem, you can become, you know, very wealthy, very rich, very cash flow rich. Uh, you can create generational wealth because, you know, if you if you can have daily new leads and daily new customers, right? So that creates daily new cash flow. And a lot of the times, when I'm speaking to business owners, almost like ninety-seven percent of them, they don't have 
daily new customers. And I have a simple rule that I kept to myself. Again, you asked me for my principles. One of my principles is just get a little richer every single day. Mm. I, I don't need to go out and try and make a million dollars, a gazillion dollars, just a little bit richer. You know, if I made $5,000 today, can I make 10000 today? Can I make $20,000 tomorrow? Can I make 25000 the next day? Just a little bit richer. You know, if you're starting off, you know, just work out where you're trying to get to. So if you're trying, if you're just at zero and you're trying to get to, you know, again, this show is called Seven Figures. So most people want to, either the millionaires already or they want to learn how to make a million dollars or the next million dollars. So just work out the numbers. To make a million bucks, you need to make 2780 something dollars per day. Okay, so now you can sell $100 products or you can sell one product at 3000 bucks, and that's your daily target. Every single day, have one customer that pays you $3,000. If you can keep that up, and it's much easier than you think once you have the right funnel, once you have the right system in place and the right traffic, um, now you know, okay, one sale a day, 3000 bucks a day, that's your million dollar year, okay? So let's just start off from there. Who and where and how and what do you actually need to do? First of all, you need to get clarity on who you can serve. What is a problem that you can serve in the marketplace and that you're uniquely qualified to do, that you have a strength, you have a genius zone about you. People, Other people will tell you that you're naturally so good at this. You have spent years and, and, and decades sometimes developing your expertise, your uniqueness. Well, you take that and then you find a problem in the marketplace and then you say, okay, I am going to solve that problem for that specific person in that specific niche. And you want to get clear on your ideal dream client. Okay, who's that client that needs your service? And what we want to do is we want to figure out who that client is and be very specific. You know, for me, uh, my dream client is someone who's actually uh, in their 50s and they have spent Hmm. 20, sometimes even 30 years in business. And they have you know, multiple six-figure or seven-figure business slash net worth, you know, they have cash savings because my programs aren't cheap, you know, and I want to sell a high ticket, you know, $20,000 or a $40,000 sales funnel. And so if I'm going to attract that, most 20-year-olds won't have that. Now, I do have a bunch of 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds in my, in my business and whatnot, but the average client that comes in, they're usually in their 40s or 50s and they've got some business experience, they have the cash ready to invest, they want a fast track. So I understand what the pain, problem, frustration, desires, uh, what keeps them awake at night. I understand all these things and I'm going to a niche. So, you know, you can choose whatever niche you want to sell. And what I find is that the more specific that you can go, you know, in the beginning anyway, the better it is because you're not trying to talk to everyone. So for example, you know, when people usually come to funnels.com and they check out, you know, what we have, I give away a free book, a free case study, a video training and a free discovery call. Those three things I want to, cause I want to build a great relationship with anyone that comes to funnels.com. When someone comes through that, it's not necessarily they're coming in and they're saying, Oh, what is a funnel? They have most likely been educated in the marketplace Right. So that's a that's another thing. When you are trying to tap into a niche, ask yourself, you know, who's already done a lot of the heavy lifting in that niche, in that to, to your dream customers? Who's already out there? You know, it's like if you are saying something around personal development, well, Tony Robbins has been educating the marketplace for the last 40 years. 
go and target his prospects. And, and we, te- you know, again, this is kind of a d- deeper thing, but we teach our clients how to do that with Facebook and we YouTube and Instagram and I have an agency that does all the traffic for them. Um, so that's what, like a key thing that you want to identify is what's your, who's the person that you want to serve? You know, what is the product? What's the offer that you can serve to them? And a big mistake, another big mistake people make is that they're, they don't have the pricing right. And I have a saying, which is you know, pricing equals power. Because if you can have pricing, then you can have profitability, you can be prosperous. And I, ultimately, you have power in the market. You have power on yourself. You have power you know, over these platforms. Because the re- harsh reality in today's day and age is that everyone's trying to do what you're doing. Everyone, you know, especially with this pandemic, people are now like, Hey, I got to work from home. You know, it's something I've been te- preaching and teaching and coaching for the last 10 plus years, work from home, have a side income, start a side hustle, you know, develop scalable, high income skills. Right. But now the pandemic is forced everyone. So now what's happened is everyone knows, okay, I need something online. I need something on the side for my job. Or even if they had a business, they're like, no, I want an online business right now. So the competition is fierce. If the competition is fierce, how do you stand out? You stand out by having a funnel, by having an offer, and the offer needs to have the right pricing. So I we coach our clients from an emotional perspective, from the product perspective, to start the pricing at $3,000, $5,000, or $15,000, bare minimum. Why? Because with all this competition coming along, what's really happening is the, so the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, blah, 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 they're increasing their pricing for you to advertise. So you need to be in what we call the high ticket business model, right? Anyway, that those are a few of my thoughts when it comes to- Guys, that, that was so valuable what Shakir just, just said. And I can attest to that saying that Facebook ads and Instagram ads, all these different advertising methods, they work when you have a good sales funnel. But like he said, it's getting more and more expensive, which is why you've got to learn how to create a v- really valuable offer in that- Three five thousand dollar range, and there's nobody better at teaching you how to do that than than Shakir Hussein. And going to funnels.com is going to give you the resources and the tools for you to be able to take action and make that happen. So funnels.com is where you're going to want to go to check that out. Boy, Shakir, it's it's been amazing the value and and everything that you've shared with us today. We really appreciate you taking the time out uh, to share this. Where else should people look to connect up with you? And to be able to, you know, learn more from all of the amazing content and tools and products you've got out there for sales funnels. Yeah, no, I appreciate it very much. Thanks. I hope that this was valuable uh, when it comes to. I, I learned a lot, so it was valuable. Yeah. Go ahead, go to funnels.com. If you once you register, you can basically find me on social. All my social links are there. I'm all over the internet. Um, just hit me up. I'm easy to reach out on Facebook as well. Facebook, if you you know type in my name, Shakir Hussein. You'll find me. Otherwise, the best place is always funnels.com. And join the newsletter with over a million subscribers strong. And um, wow. I appreciate it very much. It's been, uh, it's been a good uh, 30 minutes here. So thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, Shakir. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. 
Thank you for listening. And if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five star and invite others to join the club.